0: Hey there, beautiful soul. Elizabeth Husky here. Thank you for stopping by my podcast today. If you are brand new here, I would love it if you would subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And also you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere. by checking out my website at ElizabethHusky.com. I was thinking about this subject today, how so many people do not know what it's like to chase their dreams. I find it Very interesting and so sad that many people just kind of float through life and they have no desire to be or do anything any different. It's a way of living that I've never experienced and I can't relate to at all. I can't figure out what it is that's in the human mind that uh, lacks motivation or goal setting or just the ability to look forward and aspire more for themselves. So, and and I'm not saying that that's a negative thing or that those people are lazy or anything. I've known a lot of people that are very hardworking that have basically worked like factory jobs their entire lives and been fine with that and worked until retirement and then retired and, and still were fine with that. But then there are other people who are just, I guess maybe you could say they dream a lot kind of tying this in relation to myself because I've definitely always been a dreamer and I'm such the opposite. I guess that's why I find it so interesting. I I know I do not have it in me to work a nine-to-five job and retire in my 50s or 60s or to work at a factory and do like a systematic job that requires no thought or effort and or mental effort. You know granted they're very physically laboring type jobs but just that it's not challenging or stimulating mentally and to work that up until your earlier mid 60s whatever retirement age is now and then retire and it's like what I don't understand what goes through these people's minds every day day in and day out when they have the same routine and they drive to the same job and they do all these different things I'm very much a free spirit always have been I've been self-employed for going on 10 years now and I'm 35 years old so from my early to mid 30s on my early to mid-twenties, I had a very strong desire to not work a nine-to-five, to not go to the same place day in and day out, and to most especially not work until my late sixties and retire and be too old and tired and achy to really enjoy and live life. From a very young age, I've watched the older people around me and the things that they complained about, like the lack of a 401k or the lack of safety, Or the missed the trips they missed out on. The things they didn't get to do or didn't get to see. Or the mistakes they made that they felt they made in raising their children. And I've watched and I've listened to all of these things. And I've really soaked it in and thought, how can I learn from these people's mistakes? How can I do differently? How can I get to that place in my life and not share those same feelings? I want to get to that place and I want to be a very active grandmother. I want to be a very active great-grandmother. I aspire to live an active, adventurous life as much and as long as I possibly can. And in my process of studying just like self-discovery and people who live happy, joyful lives and and all these self-help books and different things that I read and am now writing, I find that a lot of people, a common thread in older people who are living a happy life, who are physically healthy, who are living longer than most people, One thing that they tend to have in common is that they had the desire to live like they were very present in their everyday life and they were mindful and they made choices keeping their older days in mind. And that's not just keeping your body healthy by eating great and working out. I mean, granted, those things can be good for you, but there are plenty of people like my grandma, for instance, is 86 years old. And I doubt she's ever done cardio a day in her life, but she is very physically active. She loves to be outside. She loves to do yard work and to garden. And at 86 years old, she still has two or three gardens. And one of them is bigger than mine. And mine was 4,000 square foot this year. So she's very, very active. And in that regard, she's youthful. You know, at 86, she's just now getting to the point to where she's kind of She struggles mentally. She, you know, tends starting to forget things here and there. But I mean, it's, she, she lives alone. She takes care of herself. She's doing fantastic for someone who's 86 and on her own. And, you know, I've always seen her as the epitome of, you know, what I want to be. She's always been active and healthy. So when you take time to watch and study people like that and see, okay, well, trying to think of how you want your life to be when you're in your 60s so you watch people now who are in their 60s and the things they do you want to replicate and the things that they do that you know doesn't serve them well or didn't serve them well in their youth you want to not do that and you know like there are places in Italy where it's totally mainstream and a part of their culture that they drink wine every day so it's not like someone could say oh it's been proven that drinking alcohol every single day Uh, will kill kill your kidneys and make you not live as long when there are whole communities in Italy that will just prove that wrong. And there are even people who lived up into the hundreds. And there was some study done, I believe it was called the Blue Zone, where uh, people were trying to figure out the longest living communities where all around the globe people lived to be over a 100 Not only were they over over 100, but they were mentally active, they were physically active, they were happy, and they were thriving. And some of the things that these people most had in common was that they ate, they mostly ate food that they mostly grew. They didn't eat processed foods. They intentionally tried to live a happy, joyful life. It just happened to be a part of their local culture to focus on the positive and to be mindful. And I think those two things are so crucially important to living a happy, fulfilled life. And on top of that, in some of the people that they found in those studies, that some of those people over 100 actually smoked cigarettes and had their entire lives. And yet they were 115 years old and still kicking it. And I think that really just goes to show that it's not necessarily like if you, if you drink, you're going to die early. And if you smoke, you're going to die early or you're going to have a You're going to feel terrible when you're in your 80s. I think it really just proves that it's the power of the mind, that your mindset is what determines your life and how you, the quality of your life, which is the way you look at things. And do you always have something to look forward to? Are you staying active? Are you chasing dreams and, and stuff like that? And so when I think about these people who work jobs their whole lives, looking forward to retirement, I just feel like it must be some sort of major buzzkill, to get to be in your mid-60s and finally have that so-called freedom to retire. To then live your days possibly financially strapped, still not being able to afford to go on all the trips that you missed out in your 40s when you were working so hard for your career. And then what are you left with? Like, why are we putting off our dreams? Why are we putting off our goals and our plans? don't that's my message to you don't don't put that off if you want to go to Yosemite go to Yosemite if you want to go to see the great pyramids in Egypt somehow find a way to make that a priority in your life you know if you love to travel like I do there are probably a million places you want to go to and so starting that in 60s in your 60s you're really not going to have enough time more than likely to see all the places you want to see I know that I wouldn't So it's my personal goal to make one to two trips a year that are super exciting, somewhere further away, probably, you know, like your more expensive trips. And then five or six times a year, I like to just do something, a day trip, a weekend trip, something like that. But that's because that's in my soul is to travel. I love to see the world. And so any way that I can work that into my life in a way that is financially feasible, but also still like enriching and a total adventure and showing my children the world, then I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it happen. But I just feel sad for all the people that put off their dreams for someday. What if someday never comes? We're living today. We're living now. If you are mindfully situated in the present in your life, you're not focusing on the past and what was because it's no longer there. And you need to be Present in the moment, but looking forward to the future, so that you can make plans, so that you can have a direction, so you can have lists of things you want to accomplish. Because if you don't have lists, or you don't have a vision board, or you don't have an idea of things you want to do and see and accomplish, what direction are you headed in? What are you even doing? Like, what? I don't understand that. There are some people who say, "I'm just happy with life, and I'm just here, and I'm just chilling." And and I guess if they feel happy and positive the majority of the time, then you could say that that's a good thing. But for me, if I'm not looking forward to something, I feel very stagnant and it quickly leads to depression for me. I understand not everybody works that way. That's definitely how I work. And it took trials and tribulations in my 20s to figure that out. And that's why I have like so many million hobbies and side jobs now is because so many different things interest me and I have to keep myself fully engaged in life at all times. That's how I function. So... I guess my main message here is just to say, don't put off living your life. Don't put off your dreams. I understand if you have a really big dream, like say you want to buy a house and you have terrible credit and no money saved up, that's not anything you can accomplish immediately. It takes time to rebuild your credit. It takes time to save money. Even if you get money from like a tax return, it's still the worst part of trying to buy a house as a first time buyer who's not in the position to buy is repairing your credit, and it takes time, and if you want to make a trip out of the country, go somewhere else far away, you've got all sorts of things you have to figure out, and that's not only planning it, but having or saving the money, and having a passport, and just making all these plans, and even when you add in the layer of traveling to a country where English is not like a common language, then you've got to do some studying before you go, but Think about if you want to make a big trip like that, the amount of time that it takes you to plan it and also to save for it all your days until the day of the trip. So say that's six months, nine months out, you're planning this trip for nine months. That's how long it's going to take you to save up for it. And it could be longer, it could be less, but just go with me on this. So say you're planning it, it's nine months out. Every single day or anytime you feel sad, you can think about, oh, I've got that trip coming up. I'm going to go on my trip in seven months. I'm going to go on my trip in five months. Man, we're almost there. Just two more months to go and I'm going on my trip. Little things like that that you have excitement for or something that fills you with passion that you're motivated and driven to do. They push you through life when other things are either holding you still or dragging you down. When you have these aspirations and dreams and things to look forward to, it gives you a direction to head in. You might not know what side roads are going to come in front of you between here and there and you might not realize how maybe your dream destination changes from Egypt to London halfway through your planning. But either way, that's all part of the fun. You know, it's like life is like a game. Which way are you going to go? What color are you going to choose? What character are you going to be? You can be anything you want to be in life. You can do anything you want to do in life. But you have to first wrap your mind around believing that you have can you? Can you are a powerful human being? You're a beautiful soul, and you're made to do whatever it is you want to do. And all of us have a desire in us to do something beautiful to leave some sort of mark, whether it's tiny or it's gigantic. And I just urge you to not put your dreams on hold, do whatever you want to do. But all in all, I'm just saying it's not like don't give up on your dreams because some people don't even have dreams. I want you all to have dreams. Find something. And this is probably just more like trip in my mind because I'm going on a trip soon and I'm like super pumped about it. But even if it is buying a house or putting in a garden or buying a piece of land or getting a dog or having a child or moving to another state or moving somewhere where you know nobody to start your life over, just do it. I mean, no, you can't just like put down the phone you're listening on and... March out the door and start a new life. But you can put down the phone, sit down and start making some plans and make a vision board. Put a picture of what you want in front of your face where you'll see it every day. Hang it on your fridge, put it on your nightstand, put it on your dresser, hang it on your mirror, do something. And whatever kind of picture you can find that's a tangible object that represents that dream you're chasing, just put it in front of you. So that on days when you can't remember that it's in front of you, you can physically see it in front of you to remind you, yes, this is what you're working towards. This is what you're working on. I'm moving in this direction. Let's get pumped and keep carrying on. And I've lived my life that way for so long. If you could only see the wall in front of my desk or behind my desk, I guess technically is covered in images that make me feel happy and they make me push forward and reach for the stars. I've always believed ever since I was so young that I could reach for the stars. And I don't believe anyone ever told me that. I don't remember anyone ever telling me that. I've just always had that feeling within myself that I could do and be whatever I wanted to be. And I feel like it's part of my life mission is to remind everybody else that you can do and be whatever you want to be. Thank you so much for listening to my ramblings today. I hope my words ignite the curiosity in your soul and set your heart on fire to discover your own truths. As always, remember who you are.